Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Hey, hey, hey. Don't touch that dial. You just tuned into the Hawkspeed Podcast. Stay tuned. Your man E-Dub is going to take you through everything you need to know about the Atlanta Hawks and they trip down to New Orleans. Hey, Bob, let's get it going. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. Rip his heart out, I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and vicious and most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynx is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody as ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast, taking you through this journey of Atlanta Hawks basketball. Hawks were road tripping, taking their their act down to Nolens to take on the New Orleans Pelicans. A, a Zion William less, <laughs> how do you say, Zion Williamson uh, less uh, New Orleans Pelicans. They were without the uh, services of one Mr. Zion, much to ESPN chagrin. I'm sure they had that build as a whole Trey versus Zion thing, but didn't quite work out that way. Now, uh, this game was a little different from the standpoint of, you know, we normally watch the game as a family. You know what I mean? We have a lot of tweets uh, as far as Hawks Twitter is concerned. But um, Braves are in the World Series, man. And that, that's nothing to sneeze at. You know, the Braves don't make, make the World Series every year. So uh, I'm sure a lot of people's attentions are on the Braves. Um, currently, the Braves are down 6-2 to two in the 7th. And by the time this podcast comes out, um, we will have a winner for uh, Game 2 of the World Series. But pulling for the Braves, pulling for the hometown team, and uh, we'll see how this thing works out. But this pod is all about the Atlanta Hawks and the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, Hawks get the dub, man, in a close game, 102-99. to We're going to get into the nuts and bolts and some of the numbers and some of the takeaways uh, of this game. We even got a little bit of feedback, and I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't think I was going to get much feedback tonight. I got a little bit of feedback tonight uh, to see how you guys, what you guys thought about the game. And some of you guys, some of you diehard Hawks fans uh, watching the game, even though the Braves are on. I don't know if you guys got TVs like mine, but my LG has uh, the capability where you can do a split screen. And let me tell you something. I use that bad boy all the time. <laughs> and I had the split screen on tonight. 
one one uh one screen watching the Braves, one screen watching the Hawks, man. Uh, technology is a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing, man. But uh, shout out to the folks that that got up with us tonight and let us know their thoughts on the game, and that we're able to probably double dip and watch both games tonight. So um, Hawks get the dub, one hundred two to ninety nine. Um, spectacular game by pretty much everybody, man. I mean, not well, not everybody. Mainly Trey Young, the guys I'm thinking about, Trey Young, John Collins. Everybody contributed. In their own way, right? Everybody kind of pulled a little bit of weight in their own little unique way. And um, we'll get into the nuts and bolts of that in the second um, segment. But leading up to the game, um, initially, and I didn't see, I didn't check and see what the final number was. And for those who uh, are into numbers and uh, what the line is. Uh, initially, the Hawks were five and a half point favorites. I think the line stood there. So, if you bet on the Hawks and you took that five and a half points, you may be down a little bit. <laughs> but it's all good, man. It's, it's all good. Hopefully, you didn't bet the farm because they only won by three. Um, last year, the Hawks played the Pels twice, and they were two zero against the Pelicans. And they play this this Pelicans team is a tough out, man. They're, like they have some guys on that team that can really play the game of basketball <laughs> right like brandon ingram is a dog like he he is a boy um and i'm gonna tell you this i give deandre hunter a lot of credit brandon brandon ingram he gave he listen he was doing his thing brandon ingram made some tough shots he made some tough shots first three quarters fourth quarter it was like Hunter was just in his chest. He was in his chest. And, uh, yeah, man. So, shout out to, to Brandon Ingram. Shout out to, to Hunter. Um, yeah, man. Nothing but respect for those guys. As far as the injury was comp- injury report uh, was concerned before the game, Hunter was listed as probable. He obviously played. Uh, Gallo made his first appearance of the um, of the season, even though he was listed as questionable with that shoulder. Um yeah, Gallo came in, and Gallo, you know, he, he played 19, almost 20 minutes. So, um, I'm not sure if he was on a pitch count or if he was on a minutes restriction. But it was good to see Gallo out there, man. Good to see Gallo out there. It looked like he was moving pretty good. But uh, for the Pels, they were missing Zion, and they were also missing Josh Hart. So, take that for what it is. Zion is a big part of what they do. But, again, Brandon Ingram, my gosh, <laughs> he is a ball player. He is a ball player. Uh, Pelicans were coming off a one and two road swing. I uh, got the first W on Monday night against the Timberwolves. And in my pregame notes, I was like, you know, these are the three guys you need to watch. You know, I also said, um, I said Brandon Ingram, of course, uh, Jonas Valanciunas. I can't believe I said that right the first time. <laughs> Clap for your man, Valanciunas. Uh, he is a dog down low. He is a he he is a massive <laughs> he is a massive man down in there in that paint. And uh, if he's a guy on your team, you love him. But listen, he was giving Clint fits tonight, man. He just he was just he's just big and he and, he, and he's he's a vet, so he's like he knows how to get to his spots. He knows how to get you know rebounds, and it's like yo, sixteen and fifteen tonight, man. 
and you didn't even realize, like, oh, yeah, like, you got 15 boards. It felt like you almost had more than 15 boards. But, uh, yeah. Um, and another guy, Devontae Graham, guy that got from Charlotte. Um, he was the guy that I had in my pregame notes to watch after. Um, I thought Devontae Graham, I think he's going to do good for this New Orleans team. Of course, they let Lonzo go to Chicago. And uh, Devontae Graham is the guy running the show. 21 points tonight for him. And I thought, he, I thought he played very well. I thought he played very well. I thought that at the end of the day, I thought the Hawks were a deeper team. And I thought that the uh, the Hawks' depth was going to be the difference in the game. But the difference in the game tri- <laughs> proved to really just be Trey Young. <laughs> no, not, no, no. Let, let, me, let me not get ahead of myself. I'm not going to say just Trey. But Trey had a, Trey had a night. He had a night. Uh, 31 points, 7 assists. And there were times where it was just like, yo, that's just Trey. Like... You just not going to stop them, you know what I mean? And, and New Orleans, uh, Brandon from Brandon Ingram got to that point at some time. You know, he, he got some shots off that were very good. I was like, yo, DeAndre was just like in his chest, and he's still making shots. You know, um, looking at the stat sheet after the game, of course Ingram eight of twenty one. It's like, oh, he he must he put up a lot of shots, but man, he made some tough shots, like some tough timely shots. But when it came down to it in the fourth quarter, DeAndre locked him up, man. He locked him up in that fourth quarter, especially in that last possession. Um, but yeah, we'll get into that when we, we, you know, we break down, you know, the ins and outs of the game. Um, before I do that, have to let you guys know, big part of what we do is on the social media front. So make sure you connect with us on our Twitter and our Facebook. If you stumbled onto the show, welcome, welcome, welcome. This is the Hawks Beat Podcast. I'm your man, Edub. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Give you a little um, podcast handshake. How do you do? No, we're still in the pandemic, so let me give you the let me give you the fist bump. Fist bump. Boom. <laughs> um, yeah. So a big part of what we do is on the social media front. So if you are not already, uh, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Hawks Beat. That is all one word. All one word. Just at Hawks Beat. And uh, you can get us there. Um, subscribe to the podcast. We love five-star ratings. If you can, swing by. Give us a five-star. Tell us what you like about the show. Let us know what you would like to see, how you would like to see us improve. We welcome all types of uh, criticism and praise. You know, we, we don't take ourselves too lightly. <laughs> we, we, just, we just plug it and keep on going. Uh, as you see in the title, this is season eight of us covering the Hawks. But this is actually, I think, season four or so of the podcast uh this season we should hit uh podcast i think 200 so we're very excited about that so shout out to all the listeners shout out to everybody that's down with the hawks beat and the crew so we are going to take a quick break and get our sponsors in here and on the other side we're going to dig into the nuts and bolts of this game look at some of the numbers we'll talk takeaways and uh, we'll be right back. You're listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast, Season 8, Episode 9. It's your host, Edub. We'll be right back. This segment is brought to you by Tillman's Trinkets and Things. Custom jewelry ships straight to your doorstep. Every piece will be uniquely yours. So if you are looking for some custom bracelets or necklaces, Go see our guy Jonathan at TillmansTrinketsAndThings.com. Again, that's TillmansTrinketsAndThings.com. Tell him the Hawksbeat sent you. You'll be happy you did. 
This segment is brought to you by Manscaped. Hey guys, what's up? It's Edub. I know you guys have heard our Manscaped read by now, and I'm here to tell you, listen, it's not too late to get that below-the-belt trim that some of you are in desperately need of. Listen, Manscaped not only has top-of-the-line waterproof trimmers to keep the hedges nice and clean, but they also have boxers, lotions, colognes to have you feeling and smelling so fresh and so clean. So head over to manscaped.com. Use our promo code HAWKSBEAT for 20% off your entire order and free shipping. Once again, that promo code is HAWKSBEAT for 20% off and free shipping. She'll be glad you did. All right, folks, we are back. Hawksbeat Podcast, episode number nine of season eight. I'm your host, Edub, talking about a Hawks victory. Hawks take care of the New Orleans Pelicans in a, uh, I'm not going to say it was a barn burner, but it was a good game, man. Hawks go to one and three. Pels fall to one and four. Um, Hawks don't cover the spread, but hey, man, they got the victory, right? They got the victory. And I will say this. This is a game that the Hawks would have easily, well, not easily, but the young hawks the young hawks team would have easily lost this game you know um i'll just say that <laughs> i'll just say that <laughs> um man it was like so I, let's let's just start from the beginning let's start from the beginning and i normally read tweets in the third segment but i got to read one to kick off my second segment um, let me scroll my timeline, see where it's at. Let me see where it's at. Shout out to my guy, JF Sutton Jr. on Twitter. He says, watching this game, and the only thing I hear is what Hawks Beat says about leads in the NBA on repeat. <laughs> my guy. Yo, listen to me. I, I, I'm not telling you this just to be talking. I'm telling you this because I know it to be true. And Vando knows what I be talking about. You know what I'm saying? I tell these folks, and that's where we're going to start. That's where we're going to start in the first quarter. The first quarter, the Atlanta Hawks could not hit the side of a barn. <laughs> they, <laughs> that's, that's putting it lightly. They shot 28%. And from three, they shot zero. <laughs> Do you hear me? They shot zero. They were 0 for 9. Herder, Gallo, Jang, um, Reddish. Who else put up shots? Trey, Bogey, John. All of them didn't fall. None of them fall. Not, not even by accident. <laughs> not even by accident. So the Hawks go into this first quarter down 19 to 33. And I didn't. I, I was doing homework with my son, right? So I was watching. I was watching the game kind of with my third eye, okay. Um, but I'm watching. I'm like, oh, it's 19 to 33. I'm not panicking. I'm not, you know, hey, because like I always say, especially in the first half, don't pay any attention to these leads in the NBA. They are fugazi. They are fool's gold. Team can be up by 15, it can be up by 17, 20 in that first half, and leads can easily be chopped down, especially leads in the first quarter. 
So I wasn't too worried about the Hawks. I wasn't like, oh, okay, well, you know, and the Hawks teams have passed. They start out the game 19 to 33. It's donezo, right? It's donezo. Um, insert the second quarter. Second quarter, um, things just started to roll. Things started rocking and rolling, man. The Hawks outscored the Pelicans 34 to 26, and I thought they settled in defensively that second quarter. Um, it was, and, 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 and to be honest with you, I think the shots started falling second quarter. I mean, they shot, they went from shooting zero to 57% from three. Um, they shot 68 from the field. They were 13 to 19. My God, like, come on, bro. Like they were cooking, you know, um, John Collins had eight points in that, in that second quarter, four or five shooting. And they just really settled. I thought they settled in defensively. Um, I thought they settled in defensively, and they didn't. They they made the Pelicans work. Not saying they didn't make them work in the first quarter, but okay, I'm going to say that. they didn't make them work in that first quarter. I mean, they didn't make them work. I ain't going to lie to you. They didn't make them work. <laughs> and I thought that once the bench came in for you know New Orleans, that was going to be the difference. But you know, it didn't quickly work out that way because. Shoot, Brandon Ingram played the whole second quarter, so it was like, oh, <laughs> he gonna be out there. But um, I thought um, Brandon Ingram, first of all, I thought he was getting pretty much whatever he wanted for from a standpoint of just hitting tough shots, man. Like DeAndre, people, folks were like, yo, DeAndre's getting cooked. Like DeAndre wasn't really getting cooked. It was just Bi is just a really good basketball player. He's just a really good basketball player. Like, he only had 10 points at the half, four shots. But, like, them four shots he made were, like, tough shots. Because I thought DeAndre was getting a, you know, I thought he was getting, you know, play, playing pretty good defense on him. So, despite the first quarter, despite that first quarter that was very forgettable, um, they're going into the half only down by six. And to be honest with you, it should have been down by three. But, who was it that hit that shot at the end of the quarter? Like somebody hit a three, uh, right before, <laughs> right before halftime, to have the lead go from three to six. And I was like, "Look at this hater! <laughs> Look at this hater!" But uh, yeah, so they hit a three right before the half. They go into that joint down six, and I'm like, "Okay, first half is over. Second half, we got a ball game, right? You know." Now the thirty-three to nineteen is a thing of the past, right? It's a thing of the past. And again, listen to what I'm saying. Whether you down by fifteen or up by fifteen, don't ever take no comfort in that, because leads in the NBA they come and they go. Third quarter, I thought third quarter was the quarter of one, Mister. Um, let me see. Let me pull up my. Um, my game book for the third quarter because I thought the third quarter was a very important quarter for the Hawks. They um they outscored them thirty one to eighteen, and I, again I thought defensively they really clicked in, but Trey started going to work in that third quarter, and I think that Trey is really starting to understand game flow, when to turn it on, when to turn it off, and it seems as of late. Um, around like that second quarter, third quarter, Trey really starts going. He really starts to get going. Ten points in that third quarter. I thought he was really good in that third quarter. Um, 
watching the game, listening to my boo, <laughs> my boo Doris Burke. Listen, commercial right now, a quick commercial. I love me some Doris Burke. <laughs> I love that woman, man. She is just, she is so knowledgeable. Like, if I could think of my goats of listening to a game, like, she's right up there with Hubie Brown. Hubie Brown is my guy. Like, that's my guy. Like, Hubie the God, I call him. Hubie the God. You listen to a game that Hubie is calling, you will be smarter in the game of basketball in the NBA, nobody knows is more knowledgeable and can present that knowledge like Hubie Brown. Uh, just, just a phenomenal guy. And I put Doris Burke right up there behind him, right up there behind. I love listening to her. She's so smooth. She's so knowledgeable. You can tell she does her homework. And uh, yeah, man. So. Shout out to Doris, man. I had to get, I had to give, I had to show her some love, man. I had to show her some love. Um, yeah, man. Hawks just had it going in the third quarter. Um, the shooting cooled down a little bit from the second quarter because, I mean, listen, shoot sixty eight percent in a quarter. You know that's not sustainable. You know you're not. So they fall back down to about forty six percent from the field, forty two from three, and um, yo. 31 to 18, and now we, now you're cooking with grease, right? Now you're cooking with grease. You're going into the final period up 84 to 77. Again, nobody's even worried about that 19 to 33 first quarter. Now you're thinking, now you have to just close the game out. I thought the fourth quarter was like two heavyweight boxers, to be honest with you. Um, Hawks didn't shoot well. Uh, it was just it was just a battle of just wills, like big bucket after big bucket and, you know, turnovers. And it was just it was it was it wasn't a lot of turnovers in that fourth quarter, but it was just a lot of um, it felt like a heavyweight fight, man. It was just like, oh, because you think as soon as you think one team has the advantage, here comes the other team. Um, New Orleans is a very scrappy team, man. Very scrappy team. They weren't going to let this thing go. And I'll tell you what. Up until now, Brandon Green- Ingram, he was, he was, you know, he he was doing his thing. But come fourth quarter, DeAndre was in his chest. I ain't even going to hold you. I ain't even going to hold you. DeAndre was in his chest. And when it came down to it, um, I think the most important part of the game, and I almost wanted to just skip the first three quarters and come down to, like, that last two minutes. Um it was so big for the Hawks um, that last like two minutes. Let me see if let me pull up my notes because I had something written down that I wanted to talk to you guys about. Um, yeah, so you had a tie game with like a minute and eleven seconds left, right? And Trey's trying to close it out. That's what closers do. He's trying to close it out. And I thought this is where John Collins shows his value. Okay, listen to me closely. This is where John Collins shows his value. Not so much of them running the offense through him at a time like this. Because you know what? If Trey's on the floor, it's Trey's call to make, right? Trey's the closer. Trey's the money man. You're going to go through Trey. You know, nine times out of ten, Trey going to put up the shot. Trey puts up the shot. At uh, puts up a three. Three looked pretty decent. I thought I thought it was a good look from Trey's standpoint. Misses the three. Here comes John having his back with the put back dunk 
at 55 seconds left. And I'm like, yo, what in the world? Jake Collins came out of nowhere with the missed, I mean, with the rebound tip dunk. Dunks it in. Hawks go up 98. I mean, Hawks go up 198. And uh, New Orleans got to get a T.O., right? So they go down. Dude gets fouled. Makes one out of two. And I thought that was big, right? Old boy went to the free throw line, missed one. Like, yo, man, like you down two with 55 seconds left and you going to miss one? Hey, that's a their problem, right? So go back down the court and now it's time to ice it, right? No, ice Trey getting the ball. Trey Young goes to the hoop. And that's one thing I love. Like, you know, a lot of folks like, you know, the deep three shooting the logo. I like when Trey goes to the hoop because there's a lot of things that can happen. From a positive standpoint, when he goes to the hoop, Trey goes to the hoop, misses. Here comes John Collins again with the offensive rebound. I'm like, yo, this dude has been all over the floor, man, all over the floor tonight. And no, he's not going to be the leading scorer like Trey is. He's not going to get the shine like Trey. But this man is putting in work, and you have to salute that man. You have to salute that man for the way he was playing in that fourth quarter. John Collins was showing his value, and that is his value. Not saying, oh, we got to have him run through, the, you know, run the offense through him. Nah, man, that's his value, making plays like this, doing things that, that hype up the crowd and, you know, those dunks, electrify his leadership. That's what you pay him for. That is what you pay John Collins for. So while Trey Young is going to get all the ESPN highlights, it's going to get all the fame and everything for tonight's game, 31 points, 7 assists, and rightly so. He's the money man. No disrespect. John Collins had seven offensive rebounds, and two of them joints came in the last two minutes. So after Trey misses the runner, John gets the rebound. They get the ball back. Trey misses a three. And New Orleans comes down, down by one, and it's money time, right? It's money time. Brandon Ingram has, you know, been having a pretty decent game. He's been hitting some tough shots. And DeAndre Hunter didn't hang his head, didn't, you know, shrug or nothing, you know. Um, he put that defense on him. It was beautiful defense. Oh, my gosh. Like the lateral movement, B.I. tries to go around him. He's got that left hand up, and when he shot it, he contested with the right hand. It was just beautiful defense. Like it was beautiful defense. You'll never see the replay on SportsCenter. Um, I doubt you'll show the, they'll show the replay on SportsCenter. But it was a beautiful defensive play after the game. Well, not after the game. After they miss it, Hawks get the ball back. Uh, they get them free throws, and it's a wrap. 102 to 99, get on the bus, we going home. But after the game, I mean, after they missed that shot, I saw Trey on the sideline, you know, just like, you know, big up in his guys, right? Like, you know, giving John Collins his props, giving DeAndre, everybody slapping five. And it was truly a team effort, uh, a truly a team effort, truly a team win. And this is something that the Hawks uh, – I'm not saying that they're, they're they're new to this, but they just started winning games like this last year. 
you know, before then they weren't winning these type of games. Now they know they're the vets, right? They're the vets. They aren't the young guys on the block anymore. Yeah, they're young, but they've been here like three, four years. Like you've been here now, guys. And it's like, yo, like this is how you're supposed to handle business. And they handle the business. So, um, I really like what I saw out of the guys tonight. Like, you know, I, a lot of people are kind of like, okay, where's Bogey at? You know, Bogey, you know, people are talking about Bogey coming around and Kevin Herter. When's he going to get going? And <clears throat> listen, I'll tell it to you like this. The one dude I'm not really worried about is number 13. That's just the one dude I'm not worried about. And I'm be honest with you. And it's not just because he wears my high school number, you know. <laughs> And I'm not, I don't think he's wearing it because of me, but I can't confirm or deny. <laughs> but, yeah, Bogey, um, that's the one dude I'm not worried about. I'm not worried about at all. Um, 12 points tonight, 4-12 shooting. Um, it took Bogey a couple, you know, some time last year to get going. And once that dude got going, oh, my God. Like, yeah. So I'm not worried about him going 4-12 and against New Orleans. Like, nah, especially when the Hawks get a dub. Nah, I ain't worried about that. You know, Kevin Herter, 23 points off the bench, 1 of 8 shooting, 0 for 5, 2 points. I'm not worried about Kev. Kev going to be all right. So if you're worried about them dudes, just relax, man. It's going to be all right. Didn't get a lot of production from the bench tonight. You know, I thought Gallo was pretty decent, being that he had been hurt. You know, he came, gave you nine points. DeLon Wright gave you seven. Um, Cam didn't really have the best game offensively. I thought Cam was really good defensively, though. I thought Cam was really good defensively. So, you know, I'm not going to look at the numbers and just, oh, he had a bad game. No, he had a good game. You know, if you was good defensively, you had a good game. So, um yeah, man, total team win for, for the guys tonight. John was just crazy on the boards. And, uh, yeah, so let's take a quick break. And on the other side, we will get into some fan feedback. We'll uh, give away some general takeaways. We'll look at the calendar, see what is up next for the Atlanta Hawks. And, uh, yeah, you listen to the Hawks Beat Podcast, episode number nine, folks, season eight. I'm your host, Edub. We'll be right back. This segment is brought to you by Dow Family Wellness, the official chiropractor of the Hawks Beat Podcast. If you are experiencing any type of back pain, neck pain, or pain pain, go see our guy, Dr. Rick. Ask him about the Hawks Beat Special, which includes a consultation, digital scans, and an adjustment for just $37. Just tell him E-Dub from the Hawks Beat sent you. That's Dow Family Wellness. Check out their banner at thehawksbeat.com or call Dr. Rick, 470-395-3478. That's 470-395-3478. Visit Dow Family Wellness. Tell them the Hawks Beat sent you. All right, folks, we are back. Hawks Beat Podcast. Episode number nine of season eight, third segment. Um, let's get to some of this fan feedback, man. Fan feedback. Of course, we love to hear from y'all. I was surprised to see, uh, you know, you still have some some Hawks faithful watching the game. And, uh, oh, goodness. 
You know, that CJ McCollum is a ball player. All right. Uh, yeah. Back, <laughs> back to the back to the Hawks and the feedback. So um, if you're new here, one of the things that I always do, I always ask um, Hawks fans, who was your player of the game? Who was uh, what are some of your takeaways? What are your thoughts about tonight's game? So let's go to our Twitter. Of course, if you're on Twitter, make sure you're following us. I mean, what are you doing? If you're on Twitter, you're not following us. What are you doing? <laughs> uh, let's see here. Let's see here. Let's see here. Let's go. Juan Tom Soup 0916 on Twitter said his player of the game is John Collins because he did the ugly stuff to get the win. Okay. Respect. Respect. Um, Reggie's underscore world. What up, Reg? His thing was, he said, JC's work on the offensive glass won this game for them along with a couple of timely mid-range shots from Trey. <laughs> he said Hawks played a poor fourth quarter and were fortunate to win tonight. They're realizing quickly, because of last season, they are going to get everyone's best shot. My sentiments exactly, man. They're going to get everyone's best. Every game for them is going to be somebody's Super Bowl, especially for the scrubs. <laughs> All right, let's see what else we got here. Let's see. Clinks. Let me see. Clinks Scales Noah on Twitter. Says Ice Trey, 31 points. I guess that's his player of the game. Angry Sports Dom on Twitter says DeAndre Hunter needs to be needs to be start needs to start. Okay, uh, he has a little typo, so let me just clean that up for him. DeAndre Hunter needs to be talked about for all defensive team. Okay, uh, it's sort of a short sample size, but I will give you this, bro. I think it's time to start talking about DeAndre Hunter outside of Atlanta. You dig? Like, I think he's, he needs to start getting some of that national recognition. So I'm with it. I'm with it. <laughs> um, yeah. And the last thing, uh, let's see. Let me grab one more. Let me grab one more. And I appreciate you guys talking back with us tonight, man. I really didn't think we would get a lot of uh, feedback on this podcast because the Braves are playing. So. Even though they're losing, but it is what it is. Uh, my guy J.F. Sutton Jr. again on Twitter. Uh, he says, Trey is the easy pick, but I'm giving it to Hunter, though. Ingram was hot as fish grease <laughs> early, but he kept at it, and he's the he got the biggest stop of the game. This is true. And was top three in scoring for the team. So uh, thank you guys for checking us out and rocking with us on Twitter. I enjoy reading your tweets. I enjoy the feedback. I really, really do. Um, yeah, man. Shout out to DeAndre Hunter. 13 points tonight. A very efficient 5 of 10 shooting. And, uh, you know, hey, biggest stop of the game. You got to salute that man. Right? You got to salute that man. And uh, let's see if we can dig up a quote for from Nate or from one of the guys tonight. Nate McMillan, after the game, we'll use this quote. He said, our defense showed up in the second half. It was kind of a gut check for us tonight. Going back and forth with the lead, being down, and I thought the guys stayed with it and found a way to win. So, um yeah, I, I I think he's I think that says a lot. You know, Nate was just talking about the defense second half, and you know I I said I, it was hard for me to describe it, but I like the best thing I could describe is like yo, it was like a boxing fight. It was like back and forth. It wasn't always pretty. The shooting wasn't always there. You know, some of the stats may look a little awkward, but that's basketball, man. That's NBA basketball. So 
it is what it is. Hawks get the dub and go to three and one. So, um, where do they go next? Where does this road trip? Now, they're on the first of a three-game roadie. You always like picking up those road wins, man. If you can stay above 500 on the road, you are really going to be cooking with grease. They have a back-to-back for the first time this season against the Wizards. They play tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. Hawks basketball two nights in a row. It is all good. They play the Wizards tomorrow night on at 7 p.m. in Washington. They got a day off after that. And then um, Saturday, they are taking on the 76ers of Philadelphia. The 76ers of Philadelphia. I wonder if Ben is going to be in the building. Uh, that's going to be interesting to watch. I tell you that, especially after last season's playoffs. Um, Sixers just have a lot going on right now, right? Like, we're not going to get into that because that's all I've heard is Ben Simmons, Kyrie Irving. Ben Simmons, Kyrie Irving. But, um, yeah. I think that about does it, guys. I think that about does it. Uh, like we always say, man, wait. First of all, thank you guys for checking us out on the podcast. But like we always say, this is how we sign out each and every podcast. God is good all the time and all the time. God is good. If you don't know him, you need to find him and show him love because that is all he is showing you. L-O-V-E love. We out. Peace. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.